Welcome, everybody, to a special edition episode of the Enthusiasm is Our Jam podcast. My name is Kyler Olson, and I'm an elementary school teacher in the Bismarck Public Schools District, located in Bismarck, North Dakota. This, again, is a special edition episode. As we move into the month of February, we also inch closer to the month of March. Now, as many people, especially educators, are aware, March is Literacy or Reading Month. Now, to a lot of people, also... March is for March Madness. Now, to tell you a very brief story before we get into some reading month and March Madness action, in my first year teaching, it is now my eighth year teaching, but if I flash back to my first year teaching, in the springtime, my principal sat down with me during a meeting um, after one of my observations, and he simply asked me what I was passionate about. And at that time, it was nearing baseball season, and we were approaching March Madness, and anybody who knows me knows that I absolutely love college football, and I absolutely love March Madness. So I was talking to him about March Madness as I am a Kansas Jayhawks fan and he was a diehard Duke Blue Devils fan. Now after chatting it up about college basketball for a little while, he simply asked me, how can you implement college basketball and March Madness into your classroom to make school that much more fun and exciting for both you and your students? Now this turned out to be a pretty important part of my teaching career very early on because I realized that I could directly connect my love for March Madness and books with getting kids excited about reading and books. Now before I dive into some resources that I've created over the years um, for March Madness and Reading Month, I will say that you can find all of these resources on my Teachers Pay Teachers account at Enthusiasm Is Our Jam on Teachers Pay Teachers. You can contact me via email if you have any questions, um, how to use certain things at Kyler underscore Olson at BismarckSchools.org. That is K-Y-L-E-R underscore O-L-S-O-N at BismarckSchools.org. You can also find a lot of things March Madness and Reading Month on my Instagram profile at Enthusiasm is Our Jam in the highlight section towards the top of my profile. Now, before I do get into all the details of what I do in my classroom during the month of March, as well as what I have been able to put on for our school, I do want to give a huge shout out to everyone I've worked with at Lincoln Elementary because I've kind of um, took the initiative early on to create all these things. I think we've added a thing or two every single year to make it even more fun, but I do have to give a massive shout out of appreciation to all staff members at Lincoln Elementary because they kind of, in a sense, put up with hearing way too much for, from me in the month of March with trying to keep reading month um, and all of our festivities and events throughout the month of March exciting and fun. Um, our school would not experience the amount of fun and kind of festivities if it wasn't for the buy-in that I am fortunate enough, fortunate enough to have from our staff at Lincoln Elementary. So again, before I do get into some details here, big shout out to Lincoln Elementary and my school family. Now let's start in my own classroom with the March Madness Reading Challenge. I actually started this my first year teaching. This is the first thing I began with after my principal asked that very question, what are you passionate about? And March Madness was one of the first answers at that time of year. In the month of March, my students each get a reading calendar that they use to track their reading minutes outside of school. They're also put onto teams that are directly connected to the NCAA tournament. The schools that I involve in our teams for March Madness Reading Challenge in our classroom depend on the year. For instance, this year, 
I believe I have the Jayhawks of Kansas, the Huskies of UConn, the Boilermakers of Purdue, the Tar Heels of North Carolina, and I think I'll probably sneak in the Cougars of Houston and maybe another one, depending on what the um, bracket looks like here in a, just about a month, as I like to use teams um, that are good that year so that they show up more on TV so students um, can take their love of reading and our reading challenge and watch the basketball games that are taking place in live action. Now, the rules for a reading challenge are pretty simple. Again, students receive points throughout the month for their reading minutes. I repeat, their points are based on minutes, not number of pages read, not number of books read, but minutes. So your student who is reading a 10-page picture book versus your student who's reading a 400-page Harry Potter book, this doesn't favor anybody unless somebody does a lot and somebody does very little. Now, also keep in mind that I hand out reading calendars to all of my students every month, starting in the month of September, um, simply so they can get used to um, reading outside of school, learning to read for enjoyment. So my students, this is nothing new to them by the, um, by the time we get to the month of March because they've been re using reading calendars since we came to school in the fall. Students basically get a point for every minute they read outside of school, and those points all double on weekends. If we have a long weekend, like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday weekend, then Thursday, Friday also count as a weekend. So days that we are not in school during the week, their point values double based on how many minutes they read. Now, you might ask, what is the reward for the winning team at the end of the month? I personally do a pizza party. Um, it usually does not cost much for me because my teams might have three or four kids total on them based on number of students that I have and how well I can equally divide up the teams. And secret time, I do not tell my students this at the beginning of the month, but towards the end of the month, when I take a look at how many minutes each kid has turned in, there's always a student or two who worked their tails off getting reading minutes throughout the month and did not get much help from the rest of their team. So I usually have a most valuable reader or two. Um, I think I had two or three last year because my students were just killing it throughout the month of March, and I allow those one or two or maybe even three students to also join in the join in on the pizza party um, with the winning team. Now, my students know and are well aware that I am not a participation ribbon person, um, so they know that they have to be on the winning team to earn the pizza party and be the champions. I do not do anything for the second place team. I know I just noted that I do involve a few extra kids towards the end based on their efforts um, and how many reading minutes they have throughout the month. But again, my winning team, I usually do a pizza party for and is really um, rather a cheap occasion because like I said, there's only usually two or three, maybe four kids on each team um, when we do our reading challenge in the month of March. Now let's move into the book brackets. No, I know I definitely did not invent this. Um, I This was something that a bunch of us teachers at my first school, my second year, started piecing together. And when I headed back to my hometown and district that I grew up in, um, to my second school that I've worked at, I thought... I need to bring book brackets to this school because they are so much fun. Now, book brackets, it all depends on how your school wants to do it, how big your school is, how many classrooms you have. Um, our school in particular, we have a kindergarten, first, and second grade bracket, and we have a third, fourth, and fifth grade bracket. 
Now, our school has 630 plus kids in it, which means we have a lot of classrooms. So we usually end up with two brackets of sweet 16 rounds. Now, if we only have 14 classrooms involved in a sweet 16, I usually ask the PE teacher or the music teacher, the reading title teacher, or any other specialist to also pick a book to fill up the bracket of 16. Now, how the book brackets work is every class picks a book. Again, K through two is picking picture books and grades three through five are picking novels, graphic novels, chapter books, you name it for the two different age levels. Our school, again, specifically starts in the Sweet 16, and our Sweet 16 lasts the first two weeks of um, the month of March because there are a lot of books to get through, and we don't want to rush through this because we have plenty of time throughout the entire month. Now, because the K through 2 bracket has picture books, they usually have enough time in two weeks to get through all of the picture books. Obviously, the 3 through 5 bracket in our school, 16 novels, chapter books, graphic novels, whatever is involved, certainly not going to get through 16 of those in a matter of two weeks. Here is where we find book trailers. Now, some of these books have movies, so some trailers um, do a lot of books justice, while other trailers certainly do not do books any justice. So this has kind of been a strategic move by teachers the past couple years is finding the right book trailer to intrigue kids in, especially if they have not read a particular book. Now, we vote on these books in each classroom, and we submit our books, our book votes, um, via Google Forms that I send out every Monday. We start in the Sweet 16. We, of course, go down to the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and then we have our championship rounds. I send out a Google Doc full of book trailers that teachers from every classroom have sent me. I also have a PowerPoint with all the books that teachers can use however they like. Um, classrooms have all different ways they like to vote. Um, being a fourth grade teacher, fifth grade teacher last year, but fourth grade teacher for 90% of my career, I show basically a matchup per day, depending on what round we are in. My kids vote on it. I write it down and then I submit my votes by the end of the week as our votes for each round are due by the end of the day on each Friday. I usually go on the announcements for our school Monday mornings to announce the winners and then I send out the new round for that week. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I certainly did not invent this. Um, I just create resources for it and try to make it as fun as possible. I do, again, have to give a shout out to a few friends, um, not just in North Dakota and in Bismarck Public Schools District that have used it, but I do have a few friends from around the country who have been using this at every grade level. They send me their pictures, they send me their videos throughout the month, and they, they send me videos of how excited their kids are um, about books for the entire month. So shout out to all of you guys for sharing all that fun and excitement. I enjoy every moment of it. Again, this is a lot of information all at once, especially if you've never really done anything for reading month. So again, if you need to contact me, I know I already shared my email on here. Um, so feel free to um, reach out via email or message me on my, on my educator Instagram page over at enthusiasm is our jam. Now at our school, we of course end up with two different champions because we have two different brackets and I do have two trophies that go to the winning classrooms. We have had in the past a few mystery readers or guest readers that come in to read to the two winning classrooms. It just depends on what we plan for um, and who might be available to do that mystery reader. 
I will say a rather funny story that I do have in distributing these trophies to the winners in the early stages of April is we had a first grade classroom win the K through two bracket last year. Shout out to Mrs. Mayor's sec or sorry, first graders at Lincoln. I came in, gave them their trophy and took their uh, picture so that I could share it with the school, get it up on our school's social media. And so they could go on the PowerPoint for this year as the, as the, um, last year's champions and as I'm leaving after I took their picture they're all holding up number ones because they are of course the champions I had a first grade girl come up to me and say Mr. Olson who won the book bracket <laughs> and I looked at her teacher and I said uh not really sure how to answer that she goes yeah we're working on it <laughs> so just a funny story that I've been able to share with a lot of people through um distributing the trophies which is always a fun thing to do now let's dive into reading month as a whole at our school, which does involve the book brackets. The book brackets are a major part of what our school does during reading month, but we have our reading month calendar and all of our festivities, events, dress up days all revolve, revolve around a specific theme. We have done the Olympic theme when we had the Olympics just a few years ago. Um, I thought about doing it again this year because we have a lot of staff who are not at Lincoln just a few years ago to experience the Olympic theme. Um, but I did come up with a new one this year. It's sometimes a difficult thing to do because you can get specific, but it kind of limits you on what you're able to do depending on how creative teachers like to get or how detailed teachers like to get. Um, we did the solar system and the planets two years ago, and last year we had a rainforest and jungle theme. This year we are diving into movies. Now our overall kind of motto for our movie theme is never judge a book by its movie, which of course can be comical to some people if you do get the joke. But diving into our reading month calendar, our theme is going to be movies, I like to share out in the first week of February, um, just a shared Google Doc to our entire staff to load up a table full of ideas that can connect to the reading month theme because there's a lot of people in our school who are much more creative than I am. Um, and you get people from all different grade levels to chip in some great ideas. And I just take those ideas and I fill them into the calendar as we go before we get to the month of March. For instance, right now, just after one week of February, um, our specialists have recommended, of course, some PJ Day. You can't go a whole couple days without PJ Day in elementary school. Red Carpet Day, make a movie poster of your favorite book. So again, not all just dress-up days, but a lot of fun things that you can do with movies. Second grade says Dr. Seuss's birthday, which, fun fact, ladies and gentlemen, Read Across America Day is on a Saturday this year. So we're probably going to have to put that on Friday, which is just fine. Our school likes to dress up like it's 4th of July and do all things Dr. Seuss for the Read Across America Day. We have Harry Potter Day, Marvel Day, Western Day, Disney Day, Star Wars Day, Favorite Movie Character Day, Create a One-Page on Your Favorite Movie, Create a One-Page on Your Favorite Actor or Actress, Hat Day, Pajama Day, Read in the Dark with Flashlights Day. Um, the list goes on and on and on, but like I said, going back to my big shout out to our staff, this is not something I can do on my own, nor is it anything I want to do on my own because there's so many um, educators in our school that have such great ideas and also they there's so many of them that take the theme and they just run with it to make it that much more exciting for their classroom and I so greatly appreciate that as well. 
something I started the second year I was doing reading month stuff because it was something I noticed while I was watching the basketball games. And if you do tune into March Madness and the basketball tournaments, whether it's the conference tournaments or whether it's the actual NCAA tournament, you might see a lot of the players that are on the bench with um, customized shirts with their school's logo on them. They might say family. Some of them say all in. They all have cool little um, slogans or sayings for the month of March. So my second year at Lincoln, I actually created a Lincoln family t-shirt. Um, last year, I changed the design a little bit, and I think I'm going to keep the design this year. But it's just another thing to kind of, I've been able to add to it that brought our school together a little more. And every Friday during the month of March, we have Lincoln Family Day, where everybody, students, staff members, admin, everybody who has their who's ordered their Lincoln Family Gear can wear their Lincoln Family Gear on Fridays, and it's really cool for everyone in our building to come together in that sense. Now, I will say on a side note, with dress-up days and being kind of the one that's put together our calendar for the most part, other than everybody, of course, chipping in their ideas. I take all the uh, these ideas, as I said, and I piece together the calendar throughout the month of February until um, I can get it confirmed and approved from our admin to let it roll. Um, but something I've learned with dress-up days, and I am sure everybody who is been a teacher or been involved in dress-up days, is you have to be careful, especially with an entire month to do it. Um, dress-up days can involve a lot of planning. Dress-up days can involve just a lot. So I do have to be careful with how many dress-up days, how intense our dress-up days can be. You know, being in a school where, of course, we have kindergarten, first, and second graders, um, and I can about imagine how difficult it is to get them dressed some days. So kind of looking out for parents, in a sense, is you have to be careful in an elementary school with what kind of dress-up days you have, how frequently they are, that sort of thing. So I have learned as a teacher piecing this calendar together that, yes, dress-up days are fun, but they can also get overwhelming as well. Now, to kind of finish off our reading month with all of the madness and craziness and fun that goes on in our school for the entire month, we have Bingo for Books, which is put on by our great, fantastic PTO members. I can very fondly remember playing Bingo for Books when I was growing up um, with my friends in our school gym to finish off reading month during my grade school years. But we at our school actually changed Bingo for Books just a little bit a few years ago because we were having Bingo for Books, our big event, um, as an evening event at our school. And we were realizing that there's a lot of kids, students at our school who, after they go home after school, they didn't necessarily have a way of getting back to the school to participate in Bingo for Books. So one thing that we've done as a school that I think has been absolutely fantastic because now every student in our building gets to experience the fun and excitement of Bingo for Books is we actually have Bingo for Books on an entire afternoon um, on a Friday towards the end of school. And once again, this helps us so much um, because parents and families don't have to worry about, especially if parents are working late or just the family dynamics does not allow for a student to return to the school late at night on a weekday. But we actually do bingo for books as a school again on an entire Friday afternoon during the month during the school day. Um, 
We've also made it possible that our upper grade levels can team up with any of our primary grade levels. And I will personally say that our class has a kinder buddy class that we go to about once a month to play games with or do our projects with or read with or what have you. And we're able to go to their classroom for bingo for books and our students team up with a buddy in the class and we help them play bingo. When they get a bingo, my fourth graders walk them down to the office to pick out their book and vice versa. And that again, just adds to how much fun um, this month key can be and this and bingo for books just in general can be. As I said, our PTO does a fantastic job with getting so many books, so many scholastic books, so many great books for our kids to choose from when they do get a bingo. Um, they get snacks. I believe last year we handed out waters and bags of popcorn to every student in the school. Once again, funded by PTO. So um, if you do have a PTO, it's definitely something that they can get involved with. And I'm sure many PTOs would absolutely love the idea of getting some bingo for books at school going. Um, I know ours enjoys so much in being involved in the fun towards the end of reading month with our entire school. So I know I've gone through a lot of stuff in a short period of time, but as I said, if you have any questions or how to implement something or need a resource or anything that adds to this chaotic month um, that does create a lot of fun, um, like I said, I love March Madness and I love books and I just love getting kids excited about books. I will also mention with our book brackets that our first grade team, who again is much more creative than I am, they create massive brackets that we put our books on that hang outside the library so that students can see them all throughout the month as they walk by the library, as classes are going to specials, they walk right by them, as well as when families and other people come to our school um, to pick up their kids at the end of the school day, they are right there front and center in our library for the world to see. So that is a really cool piece um, that we have with our book brackets to celebrate books and celebrate reading month. So once again, if you have any questions or comments or how to implement something or how to bring this up to your admin to get something like this going on in your school, I've had so many friends the past couple years slowly start to implement some of these pieces and they say that it's, it just gets their kids excited about reading. Um, it just adds more pizzazz and fun throughout the month of March and just so many things that can make this month eventful for staff and students and just the school as a whole. So reach out to me at, at enthusiasm is our jam on Instagram. Again, my email, Kyler underscore Olson at bismarckschools.org. Give me a shout out. Um, please don't hesitate to reach out and you can find all of these resources that I use on Teachers Pay Teachers at Enthusiasm is our jam. So once again, thank you for coming back to the podcast for yet another episode. We are just a few short weeks away from March, March Madness and Reading Month. See you later.